Choices to you. We offer a large variety of restaurants to choose from. Hot food delivered to your home or office. Whether you like Italian, Mexican, Thai, wings or burgers, at Choices to You, we have you covered for lunch or dinner. Choices to You. Visit us online at choicestoyou.com or call 678-691-4541 in North Fulton or 678-765-8989 in Gwinnett. Eat out without going out. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for the Tiffany Crewman Show. The Tiffany Crewman Show is powered by Fulfillment Strategies International, Client Focus, Global Fulfillment, 20 years strong and counting. You are listening to the Tiffany Crewman Show on Business Radio X, and you typically hear Stephen start out the show, my trusty co-host, Stephen Julian. But today, Stephen is not with me because I am on location at Product Quick Start in downtown historic Lawrenceville, Georgia. And I'm joined by my partners, Noah and Don of Product Quick Start. And we are going to sit and chat and just kind of have a little um, real life show of what would happen if you came into Product Quick Start and sat with the team and had a product idea. What would the steps be? And one of the things that Noah and I discussed before I came down here was that people typically approach us and say things like, not that they have a product idea, but that they want to come up with one. And my thought, I guess, because mine came to me naturally was that you don't typically do that. But I guess that's not really the case. I think there are people that that definitely sit and, and try to come up with solutions to problems and actually create products around them. And I know Noah and Don have seen a lot of that in their journey, and they're going to kind of share with us and with our listeners, what are the steps you take if you're trying to come up with a product? And then what do you do with that idea? So Don and Noah, thanks for joining me, or I guess I'm joining you today here at your (laughs) location. Um, I'll have Noah start off with kind of what the typical response would be to someone that's looking to make a product. Well, well, first of all, thanks for coming out to Product Quick Start, uh, all the way out here in uh... In Lawrenceville. Yep, right um, up the street from my co-working space, so yep. not a big deal. Yep, so you had to walk all the way up the stairs. Yes. So we appreciate <laughs> that. So, yeah, you know, a lot of people, once they find out what I do or what Don does, they'll ask us, well, first of all, a lot of people already have an idea and they, they want to tell us about their idea, which is which is great. Um, sometimes they're good, sometimes not, not as good. Uh, but uh, oftentimes people will ask about, if I wanted to invent something, how would I go about it? You know, what's the best way to approach that? Um, and my advice typically is think about what you do on a day-to-day basis. Uh, you know, if you're if you're a nurse, your best idea is probably going to relate to something in nursing. If you're a carpenter, your best idea is probably going to relate to something in, in carpentry. Like, like you with Ava, you were taking care of a kid mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Um, and a kid that had some problems taking medicine. So right. you had this problem you dealt with every day. And then one day it's like, I'm going to solve this problem. Yeah. And you solved it. And that's where most people find find their best um, their best ideas for products is by solving problems that they um, that they deal with on a uh, on, on a regular basis. Um, so so that's that's the first step I advise is think about the things that, that that are problems for you. Maybe even problems you don't realize because you already have a good workaround for it. But maybe that's a workaround that's kind of a nuisance. Maybe mm-hmm. you know if you find yourself. Um, I was actually thinking of one the other day. We, we, my, I bet uh, you think of ideas I, nonstop. I, I, I right? do, and I never have time to develop my own yeah. ideas. But uh, um, 
we give our, our, our daughter a lot of liquid medicines and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they, you get the syringe and you get this, uh, this bottle of, of medicine. You can take the syringe down in the bottle and you can pull the medicine out that way. But, uh, you get about halfway down the bottle and the syringe doesn't reach the bottom anymore. So, yes. so then what do you do? You pour the medicine out into a bowl, you do this, that, the other. So, aha, there's a problem. If I can right. come up with a product that solves that problem. Are you telling me this needs to be a change on Ava? Or? <laughs> no, no. Well, well maybe. Yeah, maybe, an maybe we have a little addition there. An but, extension. Uh, so, so that was that's kind of the first step of invention is is finding that that, mm-hmm. that problem to solve. You, you've, you've probably heard necessity is the mother yes. of invention. That, that's that's kind of true mm-hmm. even you know in the real world. I mean, if you have some sort of problem, mm-hmm. you, you find some sort of necessity. Whether you're rigging it yourself, you know, on your car door or whatever it is. And we meet people, and I know you do too, all the time that say, oh, I came up with that idea, you know, five years ago, not about your product, but all types of products and say, you know, I just didn't do anything with it. I didn't go anywhere with it. So I guess that's your goal is to get them to take that first step and going somewhere with it before the other guy does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And, And that happens to a lot of people is they come up with an idea, but they have no idea where to go. Yes. And I have had the occasion where the person says, well, I came up with this idea and everybody in my family loved it. Okay, that's nice, but that's not Right, right. There's, there's more steps to it than exactly. that. Exactly. Um, and we've actually had people come into the office with an idea. And I had a young lady um, who used to work for me who she would sit through the first 20 minutes of the discussion and then she excused herself and she'd go out and Google. And, <laughs> and, and on the occasion while we're talking to the person, She'd come in and say, is this your idea? Mm. And they go, oh, yeah, wow, that's it right there. And And they haven't so much as done those first steps. Exactly. That is one of the very first things you need to go out and look around. Mm -hmm. And and Google is the perfect first thing to do with your And the way I tell people to look for it, too, not just on Google, but look as if you're trying to buy it. Because if it's for sale, you're going to find it. Look under the shopping thing. Look on Bing. Look on all these other search engines. There's a million different ways to spend Mm -hmm. time to clear that path to find out if you've yeah. actually got a product. And, and if you look on eBay, sometimes it was a product 30 years ago. And oh, people were selling yes. a, you know, a used one, and it mm-hmm. was a product 30 years ago, and, and it went away because, well, a lot of reasons. Maybe it wasn't a good product. Yeah. Maybe it was the right product at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. But um, sometimes you find these things, and they just make your idea better. Mm-hmm. Maybe you find a solution that's out there that, hey, that, that, that's what I was thinking of. But that inspires you to come up with an even better idea mm-hmm. or add improvements to that thing that you found. So don't be afraid to look. I mean, the worst thing is to go ahead and spend yeah. all the money and then find your product exactly out there already. Yeah, well, I mean, I think people get so attached to them right off the bat that it you know it breaks their heart to even think about finding it. But like you said, rather find it now than five thousand dollars down the road. And I love your comment about family loving it. Um, one of the things people always ask me is, "How did you prepare for your Shark Tank pitch?" And I'm like. Uh, what I did was I set up my my pitch and then I pitched it to my family and I had them throw everything they could at me. Not all the good stuff. Oh, you did great. You looked wonderful. It was, they. I had them ask me any and every question they could possibly think that these investors might ask, which is kind of funny because I didn't know who they were at the time. I didn't even know how the show, show was going to be structured, but I was basically trying to prepare to mess up. And we, you need to do the same thing with your idea. You need yep. to have somebody... Um, try to break down this idea. What's bad about it? What are all the worst parts? Could it be very expensive to make mm-hmm. uh, prior to coming into you, right? Yeah. Is that kind of the next step of this process? Is, well, yeah. I mean, what could they do to prepare for a meeting with you? You need to get advice from people that don't love you or that love you enough to tell you the truth. Yes. Yes. Or, or that 
that love you, um, that you can you can tell, hey, you love me. I'm not right. going to care what you, what you say. Just be honest with me. So the worst thing is, is when people tell you things just to be nice. And a lot of people do that. So you just have to be careful about that. So let's say, you know, you found your problem, you found your idea, you found your solution. One of the things I would advise people to do before they come to us or anyone else is really think about what is it you have invented? How do you define that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you've got this this great, well, in, in your case, well, I, I invented a, a, a medicine, a thing that I can give mm-hmm. medicine better with uh, to, to kids that don't like syringes or, right. or whatever the case is. But maybe break that down even further and think about, okay, what are the actual benefits of what I have mm-hmm. invented? How would I describe this in very generic terms? A lot of times we run into people that they have this great seeming idea well, they don't even really understand the, the magnitude of what they, right. they have. Sometimes it's like, well, I've got this thing, and, and, and these people can use it, and these people can use it, and these people can use it, and, and yeah. everyone's going to use it, and this, that, and the other. But that's a lot less important than if you have a very focused reason why it helps this one group of people. Right. So if you have a product that, well, everyone would use it. Well, no, probably not. Yeah. But if you have a very compelling reason why, okay, people with, Disabilities would yes. use it, or people that, that drive two hours every day would use it, or this mm-hmm. side or the other. That that that's important. So breaking down not just the features of what you have, but the benefits it provides to the users. Can you speak to how they shouldn't be stuck on the initial design or vision they have? So mm-hmm. with with Ava, for example, I knew that it needed to be a friendly face and it needed to talk. Other than that, I didn't really know. That's why I just kind of pieced it together and made it work. But I guess you see that often when people come in and they're so stuck on a certain design or a certain mm-hmm. way that it should look, and it may be so far from where it should actually be. Sure. You know, how do people get past that barrier and, and just kind of, it's almost like they need to clear their mind. and They need to be willing to let go. Yeah. yeah. And that's what many people don't do. They don't bring their idea and say, oh, okay, I see that. I understand what you just said. Instead... Mm-hmm. You see their face go red and they get all upset with you because you've just crushed their baby. Yes. But that's it's difficult to have people start there. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they've become so enamored with what yes. they what they've created, it's difficult to think and get to that point, just like you said, somebody's gonna tell you, Well, but did you think about this? Mm-hmm. Well, oh wow. Or they've often no, put too much money into it, right? Yes. And that's where yes. the the sticking point is, is they're yeah. feeling like Ooh, if I invested the money and I have to stick with what I'm at now, whereas you might want to, or you're not might want to, you should make it the best product it can be so that you have a better chance in the future. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It. Doesn't matter how much money you spend on a bad idea, mm-hmm. if it's or or the bad implementation of a good idea. If it's if it's the bad implementation, it's a bad implementation. I don't care what it right. costs you to get there. If someone else can come out with a much better idea the next or a much better version the day after you launch yeah. yours, then then you've wasted that money anyway. Mm-hmm. So um, unfortunately, a lot of people never get past that, that first vision and they, they don't allow themselves to adapt mm-hmm. along, along the way. Now, I don't care how good your product idea is. It can always get better. Right. Uh, you, you saw this mm-hmm. with, with Ava. I mean, mm-hmm. I think after you launched her, you had a million ways you wanted to make That's it right. better. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and you're down that path. And there. customers told me as well, and you're going to sure. have that. Even your best product, once you get it there, you're going to put it on the market and people are still going to say, well, I kind of wish this had been this way. Yes. And if you hear that enough, you know, it was probably true. Yeah. You're never going to get it perfect before you launch, but don't be so rigid that mm-hmm. you don't make, there's a lot of free or cheap improvements you can make before you launch right. and, and be open to those and be mm-hmm. open to, 
you know, sometimes people hire us and I'm like, why did you even hire us? Because you're not going to listen to us. You know, yeah. that almost never happens, but it happens yeah. once in a while. It's like, and I have to explain to people, well, the reason it has to change is because you cannot manufacture what you want at $4, which is where you want it to be right. with all these features on it. So exactly. we can either make it a $20 mm-hmm. manufacturing mm-hmm. bill yeah. or we can change these mm-hmm. things. I can't give you both. And unfortunately, some people just get angry with me at that point and, well, sadly, they're coming in and they don't know all of the things we already know. And you guys know a million times more than I do. But even what I've learned in this journey, they don't know all that. They don't have it in their head. And it's not, you know, binging around like it is with us. So they've got to, they've got to trust, like you said, and let go. And if they're going to trust you to engineer their product, like I did, I have a new product now I'm working on with you. And when I brought it to you, I knew what it needed to do. I knew what it, I wanted it to look like aesthetically as far as, you know, some of the features but I had no idea how it was going to attach and actually function. And I was happy to put that in your hands as an engineer and you blew it out of the water. I mean, you, you, you did something. I, I had thought through, you know, 10 different variations of how it might work. And I even ran some of those by you and you giggled and said, ah, we'll figure it out. And I knew that meant you had something much better in the works and sure enough, you did. So if they can trust you and come you know, come in with an open mind, I think it's a much better start. And let me be clear, you know, we're, we don't always have the right answers right. either uh, as engineers, designers, product developers. You know, it's not uncommon for me to ask a colleague, you know, hey, that kind of this is what we've done mm-hmm. uh, so far. This, this might be a guy that works at a factory. This that's a factory mm-hmm. engineer. This might be one of our other uh, other experts we call on from time to time. You know, so I've been doing this 20 years. Don, you've been doing it a little bit longer than 35. that. 35 years. And, you know, even even we try not to get stuck on our first idea or our first mm-hmm. solution, even mm-hmm. if it's a great solution, even if it's a good solution, we know there could be something better. Well, but that's the other benefit of working with someone like you who does have that history and those connections because you're, you're the first to lean on someone else and they don't have those connections. Sure. You know, a person inventing isn't going to know who to ask, you know, seven different opinions on it and you sure. have that in place. So, okay. So what we're basically telling our listeners is if you're coming in to meet with product quick starter, you're going to have a call with them. First of all, if you're just looking to invent something, you don't have a product, you're going to basically look at the career you're in, or even maybe you're not in a career. Maybe you're a mm-hmm. stay-at-home mom. You know, obviously there's a million solutions for moms, mm-hmm. million problems that we need solutions to really focus on those things. Look around every day at the things that are happening around you and try to, to fix a problem. Start there. Then when you come to meet with someone like Product Quick Start and you do have that idea, be open, be open mm-hmm. to to trusting that you know what you're doing. Um, I don't know about other firms. I can't speak to them, but you guys do know what you're doing and that they can trust their baby with you. And also try to understand as clearly as possible what it is you're inventing. If you come to us with, hey, this is a really neat widget, that's fine, we can help, but... So do you mean what is the, what problem is it solving or... What exactly is this unit? Like, what it's does it kind, do? Kind of both. You know, yeah. What's it for? Why Why should it exist? Okay. And bear in mind that you're not just making a product. I mean, you're, you're, a product is just one part of the business you're trying to create. So, mm-hmm. you know, we can make anything within reason. With enough time and money, we can make just about anything. That doesn't mean we should make it. So, so you're saying people have come to you with ideas and see, I, maybe I haven't seen a lot of that, but you're saying they've come to you with ideas that don't really have a purpose. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're making something new and novel, but it doesn't have a purpose. 
Um, for a marketable market, purpose? Yeah, or? a marketable purpose. So yeah. sometimes it's it's a, you know, it might be a, a $50 solution to a $5 problem. Okay. And, and you know, mm-hmm. so there, there's no business there. Gotcha. Uh, it might be, um, it might be a great solution, but the market for it is so mm-hmm. tiny that, that there's really not a reason to do it. I mean, if there's, you know, it, yeah, I understand this is going to appeal to to mm-hmm. to people who who own Persian cats and and, and go parasailing. That's mm-hmm. great. <laughs> there's probably eight people yeah. that, that 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 fits. Right, um, six, six maybe. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot more than just the product. Right. I mean, we can. We can okay. make most things work. We can make most things manufacturable. Right? <laughs> that doesn't mean we that, that there's a good business behind it. Okay. So, so it's not just the engineering and design. It's also mm-hmm. the the business model itself. And that business model relates to, okay, who am I going to sell it to? Why would they buy it? Uh, how am I going to sell it? Or How am I going to fund it? Right. Yeah, And even if you're planning to license that to, to someone else, mm-hmm. you still have to answer those questions. Yeah. I mean, you can't just say, hey, I made this widget and walk into Procter & Gamble and say, hey, license this. Right. I don't know right. what you're going to use it for. Just license it, right? Yeah. No, that doesn't work. You have to mm-hmm. you have to have that, that, that those questions answered. If you can't, I'll say, if you can't answer the question, what problem does it solve? Who does it solve that problem for? And why is this a good solution? You probably don't really have an invention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And yeah. if you're going after licensing deal, you have to have a patent. I mean, you have to own the rights to that idea um, because if somebody else could just look at it. You have to have the intellectual property. You have to have the intellectual property or at least say, you know, I've applied for mm-hmm. it. Um, because otherwise there's no value to what you're, you're mm-hmm. bringing to somebody because they could just look at it and steal it. Right, and right. you couldn't do anything to them. You have no no way of recourse. Mm-hmm. And we talked a lot about that at a speaking event that mm-hmm. you and I were at recently. And and the main point that I was trying to get across to people is that you are starting a business. You're not launching a product. That sounds right. so fun. Shark Tank has made that sound so fun, mm-hmm. launching a product. And it's something that I certainly wasn't prepared for when I went on the show. Um, I was naive and thinking, oh, I'm going to launch this product. And really, I was starting a business, you know, a huge business with a lot of different facets to it. And if you're not prepared for that, it may not be the world right. for you, unless your your end goal is to get the product to where it needs to be with a team like yours and then licensing it as soon as possible. Sure. That is a route that you can take. So. Yeah, send, send me enough money and I'll fill up the yeah. warehouse and sell a product <laughs> for you. That doesn't necessarily mean you have a business. Well, and that's what I like about you guys is you don't just you know, sign up with people just to take their money. It, yeah. I like that you can be honest with them and say, this may not be the best move. And if, well, even if that of, hurts their feelings, I'm happy with it. Well, that. that's one of the first questions that I ask. And when people are, are coming to us for information is, what are your intentions with the product? Yeah. Do you want to become a factory and a business? Do you want to license this as a way? You know, how far do you want to take the product? Right. I can't tell you the number of people that, the phone line just sort of goes dead or the meeting stops right there because yeah. they really haven't thought that through. Yeah. It's like, oh, I just want to make money. I just yes. want at some point someone will write me a check. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's 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 kind of what they they see people who come up with simple ideas and make a lot of money, but they don't understand just like what uh-huh. you did. Mm-hmm. They there's a long trail to go down to get there. Exactly. And you're gonna bump your head. Even with it, an investor. I mean, we're talking about I had a high profile investor with Tons of money to throw out products, and I still had a very, very difficult road and a year-long road at that, or yes. a nine-month road, um, and that was rushing to get ready yeah. for the show. That, so. that was a fast one. Yes, definitely, yeah. especially for fast. the type of product that it was. It was yep. very difficult. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it's not an easy road ahead. 
think it through before you go down this path. But speaking of Shark Tank, while we're wrapping up the show, um, you're hearing this on Friday. On Saturday, the uh, April 29th, uh, Shark Tank will be here in Atlanta, Georgia, doing a casting call. And I think I'm going to go down and cheer everybody on and just kind of, you know, share my story with them and say, hey, you remember me from the first episode? Look, it can happen. Um, and go through Product Quick Start. <laughs> I'll yeah. put a little plug in for my guys when I get down there. But um, come on out if you have an idea. Um, get your pitch ready. I think it's only 60 or 90 seconds they allow now. So get it nice and tight and short and make sure it is high energy. And I will see you there. Thank you guys for listening to the Tiffany Crewman Show on Business Radio X. And thank you guys for letting me come down to Product Quick Start. Oh, thanks Our pleasure. Me. 